read through several more passages today. But before we do this, the passage that was read in Hebrews 10, 19-25, actually says, Therefore, brethren, since we have confidence to enter the holy place by the blood of Jesus, by a new and living way which He inaugurated for us through the veil, that is, His flesh, and since we have a great priest over the house of God, let us draw near with a sincere heart and full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled clean from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. Let us hold fast in confession of our hope without wavering for he who promised is faithful and let us consider how to stimulate one another to love and good deeds, not forsaking our own assembly together as is the habit of some, but encouraging one another and all the more as you see the day drawing near. You see this passage they talk about is encouraging one another. And I can't help but think that they would be going over the Torah. They would be going over the stories of how God has been faithful throughout the generations. So we pick up today in the reading of just that, of the book of Genesis, chapter 27. Now it came about when Isaac was old and his eyes were too dim to see that he called his older son Esau and said to him, My son. And he said to him, Here I am. Isaac said, Behold, now I am old, and I do not know the day of my death. Now then, please take your gear, your quiver and your bow, and go out to the field and hunt game for me, and prepare a savory dish for me such as I love, and bring it to me that I may eat, so that my soul may bless you before I die. Rebekah was listening while Isaac spoke to his son Esau. So when Esau went to the field to hunt for game to bring home, Rebekah said to her son Jacob, Behold, I heard your father speak to your brother Esau, saying, Bring me some game and prepare a savory dish for me that I may eat, and bless you in the presence of the Lord before my death. Now therefore, my son, listen to me as I command you. Go now to the flock and bring me two choice young goats from there, that I may prepare them as a savory dish for your father, such as he loves. Then you shall bring it to your father that he may eat, so that he may bless you before his death. Jacob answered his mother, Rebekah, Behold, Esau, my brother, is a hairy man, and I am a smooth man. Perhaps my father will feel me, and then I will be a deceiver in his sight, and I will bring upon myself a curse and not a blessing. But his mother said to him, Your curse be on me, my son. Obey only my voice, and go get them for me. So he went and got them and brought them to his mother, and his mother made savory food such as his father loved. And then Rebekah took the best garments of Esau, her older son, which were with her in the house. And put them on Jacob, her younger son. And she put the skins of the young goats on his hands and gave, and on the smooth part of his neck. She also made the savory food and the bread which she had made to her son Jacob. Then he came to his father and said, My father. And he said, Here I am. Who are you, my son? Then Jacob said to his father, I am Esau, your firstborn. I have done as you told me. Get up, please. Sit and eat of my game that you may bless me. Isaac said to his son, How is it that you have it so quickly, my son? And he said, Because the Lord your God caused it to happen to me. Then Isaac said to Jacob, Please come close that I may feel you, my son, whether you are really my son Esau or not. So Jacob came close to Isaac his father, and he felt him and said, The voice is the voice of Jacob, but the hands are the hands of Esau. He did not recognize him because his hands were hairy like his brother Esau's hands, so he blessed him. And he said, Are you really my son Esau? And he said, I am. 
So he said, Bring it to me, and I will eat of my son's game, that I may bless you. And he brought it to him, and he ate. And he also brought him wine, and he drank. Then his father Isaac said to him, Please come close and kiss me, my son. So he came close and kissed him. And when he smelled the smell of his garments, he blessed him and said, See, the smell of my son is like the smell of a field which the Lord has blessed. Now may God give you of the dew of heaven, and of the fatness of the earth, and an abundance of grain and new wine. May people serve you, and nations bow down to you. Be master of your brothers, and may your mother's sons bow down to you. Cursed be those who curse you, and blessed be those who bless you. Now it came about as soon as Isaac had finished blessing Jacob, and Jacob had hardly gone out from the presence of Isaac his father, that Esau his brother came in from his hunting. Then he also made savory food and brought it to his father, and he said to his father, Let my father arise and eat of his son's game, that you may bless me. And Isaac his father said to him, Who are you? And he said, I am your son, your firstborn Esau. Then Isaac trembled violently and said, Who was he then that hunted game and brought it to me, so that I ate of all of it before you came and blessed him? Yes, and he shall be blessed. When Esau heard the words of his father, he cried out with an exceedingly great and bitter cry, and said to his father, Bless me, even me also, O my father. And he said, Your brother came deceitfully and has taken away your blessing. Then he said, Is he not rightly named Jacob? For he has supplanted me these two times. He took away my birthright, and behold, now he has taken away my blessing. And he said, Have you not reserved a blessing for me? But Isaac replied to Esau, Behold, I have made him your master, and all his relatives I have given to him as servants, and with grain and new wine I have sustained him. Now as for you, then, what can I do, my son? Esau said to his father, Do you have only one blessing, my father? Bless me, even me also, O my father. So Esau lifted his voice and wept. Then Isaac his father answered and said to him, Behold, away from the fertility of the earth shall be your dwelling, and away from the dew of heaven from above. By your sword you shall live, and your brother you shall serve. But it shall come about when you become restless, that you will break his yoke from your neck. So Esau bore a grudge against Jacob because of the blessing with which his father had blessed him. And Esau said to himself, The days of mourning for my father are near. Then I will kill my brother Jacob. Now when the words of her elder son Esau were reported to Rebekah, she sent and called her younger son Jacob and said to him, Behold, your brother Esau is consoling himself concerning you by planning to kill you. Now therefore, my son, obey my voice and arise, flee to Haran to my brother Laban. Stay with him a few days until your brother's fury subsides. Until your brother's anger against you subsides and he forgets what you did to him, then I will send and get you away from there. Why should I be bereaved of you both in one day? Rebekah said to Isaac, I am tired of living because of the daughters of Heth. If Jacob takes a wife from the daughters of Heth like these, from the daughters of the land, what good will my life be to me? So Isaac called Jacob and blessed him and charged him and said to him, You shall not take a wife from the daughters of Canaan. Arise, go to Padanaran to the house of Bethuel, your mother's father, and from there take your, to yourself a wife from the daughters of Laban, your mother's brother. May God Almighty bless you and make you fruitful and multiply you, that you may become a company of peoples. May he also give you the blessing of Abraham to you and to your descendants with you, that you may possess the land of your sojournings, which God gave to Abraham. Then Isaac sent Jacob away, and he went to Padanaram, to Laban, son of Bethuel, the Aramean, <clears throat> the brother of Rebekah, the mother of Jacob and Esau. 
Now Esau saw Isaac had blessed Jacob and sent him away to Badanaram to take to himself a wife from there. And that when he blessed him, he charged him, saying, You shall not take a wife from the daughters of Canaan. And that Jacob... And that, and that Jacob had obeyed his father and his mother and had gone to Padanaram. So Esau saw the daughters of Canaan displeased his father Isaac, and Esau went to Ishmael and married besides the wives that he had, Mahalath, the daughter of Ishmael, Abraham's son, the sister of Nebaioth. Then Jacob departed from Beersheba and went to Haran, went toward Haran. He came to a certain place and spent the night there, because the sun had set, and he took one of the stones of the place and put it under his head and lay down in that place. He had a dream, and behold, a ladder was set on the earth with its top reaching to heaven, and behold, the angels of God were ascending and descending on it. And behold, the Lord stood above it and said, I am the Lord, the God of your father Abraham, and the God of Isaac. The land in which you lie, I will give it to you and to your descendants." Your descendants will also be like the dust of the earth, and you will spread out to the west and to the east and to the north and to the south. And in you and in your descendants shall all the families of the earth be blessed. Behold, I am with you and will keep you wherever you go and will bring you back to this land. For I will not leave you until I have done what I have promised you. Then Jacob awoke from his sleep and said, Surely the Lord is in this place, and I did not know it. He was afraid and said, How awesome is this place! This is none other than the house of God, and this is the gate of heaven. So Jacob rose early in the morning and took the stone that he had put under his head and set it up as a pillar and poured oil on its top. He called the name of that place Bethel. However, previously the name of the city had been Luz. Then Jacob made a vow, saying, If God will be with me and will keep me on on this journey that I take, and will give me food to eat and garments to wear, and I return to my father's house in safety, then the Lord will be my God. This stone, which I have set up as a pillar, will be God's house, and all of that you give me, I will surely give a tenth to you. Then Jacob went on his journey, and came to the land of the sons of the east. He looked and saw a well in the field, and behold, three flocks of sheep were lying there beside it. For from that well they watered the flocks. Now the stone on the mouth of the well was large. When all the flocks were gathered there, they would then roll the stone from the mouth of the well and water the sheep, and put the stone back in its place on the mouth of the well. Jacob said to them, My brothers, where are you from? And they said, We are from Haran. He said to them, Do you know Laban, the son of Nahor? And they said, We know him. And he said to them, Is it well with them? With him? Excuse me. And they said, It is well, and here is Rachel, his daughter, coming with the sheep. He said, Behold, it is still high day. It is not time for the livestock to be gathered. Water the sheep and go, pasture them. But they said, We cannot until all the flocks are gathered. And they roll the stone from the mouth of the well. Then we water the sheep. While he was still speaking with them, Rachel came with her father's sheep, for she was a shepherdess. When Jacob saw Rachel, the daughter of Laban, his mother's brother, and the sheep of Laban, his mother's brother, Jacob went up and rolled the stone from the mouth of the well and watered the flock of Laban, his mother's brother. Then Jacob kissed Rachel and lifted his voice and wept. Jacob told Rachel that he was a relative of her father and that he was Rebekah's son, and she ran and told her father. So when Laban heard the news of Jacob, his sister's son, 
he ran to meet him and embraced him and kissed him and brought him to his house. Then he related to Laban all these things. Laban said to him, Surely you are my bone and my flesh. And he stayed with him a month. Then Laban Laban said to Jacob, Because you are my relative, should you therefore serve me for nothing? Tell me, what shall your wages be? Now Laban had two daughters. The name of the older was Leah, and the name of the younger was Rachel. And Leah's eyes were weak, but Rachel was beautiful of form and face. Now Jacob loved Rachel, so he said, I will serve you seven years for your younger daughter Rachel. Laban said, It is better that I give her to you than to give her to another man. Stay with me. So Jacob served seven years for Rachel, and they seemed to him but a few days because of his love for her. Then Jacob said to Laban, Give me my wife, for my time is completed, that I might go into her. Laban gathered all the men of the place and made a feast. Now in the evening he took his daughter Leah and brought her to him, and Jacob went to her. Laban also gave his maid Zilpah to his daughter Leah as a maid. So it came about in the morning that, behold, it was Leah. And he said to Laban, What is this you have done to me? Was it not for Rachel that I served you? Why then have you deceived me? But Laban said, It is not the practice in our place to marry off the younger before the firstborn. Complete the week of this one, and we will give you the other also for the service which you shall serve me, serve with me for another seven years. Jacob did so and completed her week, and gave, he gave him his daughter Rachel as his wife. Laban also gave his maid Bilhah to his daughter Rachel as her maid. So Rachel went into so Jacob went into Rachel also, and indeed he loved Rachel more than Leah, and he served with Laban for another seven years. Now the Lord saw that Leah was unloved, and he opened her womb, but Rachel was barren. Leah conceived and bore a son, and named him Reuben, for she said, Because the Lord has seen my affliction, surely now my husband will love me. Then she conceived again and bore a son, and said, Because the Lord has heard that I am unloved, he has therefore given me this son also. So she named him Simeon. She conceived again and bore a son and said, Now this time my husband will become attached to me because I have borne him three sons. Therefore he was named Levi. And she conceived again and bore a son and said, This time I will praise the Lord. Therefore she named him Judah. Then she stopped bearing. Now when Rachel saw that she bore Jacob no children, she became jealous of her sister and she said to Jacob, Give me children, or else I die. And Jacob's anger burned against Rachel, and he said, Am I in the place of God, who has withheld from you the fruit of the womb? She said, Here is my maid Bilhah. Go into her that she may bear on my knees, that through her I too may have children. So she gave him her maid Bilhah as a wife. Jacob went into her. Bilhah conceived and bore Jacob a son. Then Rachel said, God has vindicated me, and has indeed heard my voice, and has given me a son. Therefore she named him Dan. Rachel's maid Bilhah conceived again, and bore Jacob a second son. So Rachel said, With mighty wrestlings I have wrestled with my sister, and I have indeed prevailed. And she named him Naphtali. When Leah saw that she had stopped bearing, she took her maid Zilpah, and gave her to Jacob as a wife. Leah's maid Zilpah bore Jacob a son. Then Leah said, How fortunate! So she named him Gad. Leah's maid Zilpah bore Jacob a second son. Then Leah said, Happy am I, for women will call me happy. So she named him Asher. 
Now in the days of wheat harvest, Reuben went and found mandrakes in the field and said to Leah, Please give me some of your son's mandrakes. But she said to her, Is it a small matter for you to take my husband? And would you take my son's mandrakes also? So Rachel said, Therefore you may lie... He may lie with you tonight in return for your son's mandrakes. And when Jacob came in from the field in the evening, then Leah went out to meet him and said, You must come in to me, for I have surely hired you with my son's mandrakes. So he lay with her that night. God gave heed to Leah, and she conceived and bore Jacob a fifth son. Then Leah said, God has given me my wages, because I gave my maid to my husband. So she named him Issachar. Leah conceived again and bore a sixth son to Jacob. Then Leah said, God has endowed me with a good gift. Now my husband will dwell with me because I have borne him six sons. So she named him Zebulun. Afterward, she bore a daughter and named her Dinah. Then God remembered Rachel, and God gave heed to her and opened her womb. So she conceived and bore a son and said, God has taken away my reproach. She named him Joseph, saying, May the Lord give me another son. Now it came about when Rachel had borne Joseph that Jacob said to Laban, Send me away that I might go to my own place and to my own country. Give me my wives and my children for whom I serve have served you. And let me depart, for you yourself know my service, which I have rendered you. But Laban said to him, If now it pleases you, stay with me. I have divined that the Lord has blessed me on your account. He continued, Name me your wages and I will give it. But he said to him, You yourself... Know how I have served you, and how your cattle have fared with me. For you had little before I came, and it has increased to a multitude, and the Lord has blessed you wherever I turned. But now, when shall I provide for my own household also? So he said, What shall I give you? Jacob said, You shall not give me anything. If you will do this one thing for me, I will again pasture and keep your flock. Let me pass through your entire flock today, removing from there every speckled and spotted sheep, and every black one among the lambs, and the spotted and the speckled among the goats, and such shall be my wages. So my honesty will answer for me later, when you come concerning my wages. Every one that is not speckled, and spotted among the goats, and black among the lambs, if found with me, will be considered stolen. Laban said, Good, let it be according to your word. So he removed on that day the striped and spotted male goats, and all the speckled and spotted female goats, every one with white in it, and all the black ones among the sheep, and gave them into the care of his sons. And he put a distance of three days' journey between himself and Jacob, and Jacob fed the rest of Laban's flocks. Then Jacob took fresh rods of poplar and almond and plain trees, and peeled white stripes in them, exposing the white which was in the rods. He set the rods which he had peeled in front of the flocks in the gutters, even in the watering troughs where the flocks came to drink, and they made it when they came to drink. So the flocks made it with the rods, Oh, excuse me, by the rods, and the flocks brought forth striped, speckled, and spotted. Jacob separated the lambs and made the flocks face toward the striped and all the black in the flock of Laban, and he put his own herds apart, and he did not put them with Laban's flock. Moreover, whenever the stronger of the flock were mating, Jacob would place the rods in the side of the flock in the gutters so that they might mate by the rods. But when the flock was feeble, he did not put them in. So the feebler were Laban's, and the stronger Jacob's. So the man became exceedingly prosperous, and had large flocks, and female and male servants, and camels and donkeys. Genesis 31. 
Now Jacob heard the word of, words of Laban's sons, saying, Jacob has taken away all that was our father's, and from what belonged to our father he has made all this wealth. Jacob saw the attitude of Laban, and behold, it was not friendly toward him as formerly. Then the Lord said to Jacob, Return to the land of your fathers and to your relatives, and I will be with you. So Jacob sent and called Rachel and Leah to his flock in the field, and said to them, I see your father's attitude, that it is not friendly toward me as formerly, but the God of my father's father has been with me. You know that I have served your father with all my strength. Yet your father has cheated me and changed my wages ten times. However, God, God did not allow him to hurt me. If he spoke thus, the speckled shall be your wages, then all the flock brought forth speckled. And if he spoke thus, the striped shall be your wages, then all the flock brought forth striped. Thus God has taken away your father's livestock and given them to me. And it came about at that time when the flock were mating that I lifted up my eyes and saw in a dream, and behold, the male goats which were mating were striped, speckled, and mottled. Then the angel of God said to me in the dream, Jacob, and I said, Here I am. He said, Lift up now your eyes, and see that all the male goats which are mating are striped, speckled, and mottled, for I have seen all that Laban has been doing to you. I am the God of Bethel, where you anointed a pillar, where you made a vow to me. Now arise, leave this land, and return to the land of your birth. Rachel and Leah said to him, Do we still have any portion or inheritance in our father's house? Are we not reckoned by him as foreigners? For he has sold us, and has also entirely consumed our purchase price. Surely all the wealth which God has taken away from our father belongs to us and our children. Now then, do whatever God has said to you. Then Jacob arose and put his children and his wives upon camels, and he drove away all, the live, all his livestock and all his property which he had gathered, his acquired livestock which he had gathered in Padan Aram, to go to the land of Canaan to his father Isaac. When Laban had gone to shear his flock, then Rachel stole the household idols that were her father's. And Jacob deceived Laban the Aramean by not telling him that he was fleeing. So he fled with all that he had, and he arose and crossed the Euphrates River and set his face toward the hill country of Gilead. When it was told Laban on the third day that Jacob had fled, then he took his kinsmen with him and pursued him a distance of seven days' journey, and he overtook him in the hill country of Gilead. God came to Laban the Aramaeum in a dream of the night and said to him, Be careful that you do not speak to Jacob, either good or bad. Laban caught up with Jacob. Now Jacob had pitched his tent in the hill country, and Laban with his kinsmen camped in the hill country of Gilead. Then Laban said to Jacob, What have you done by deceiving me and carrying away my daughters like captives of the sword? Why did you flee secretly and deceive me, and did not tell me so that I might have sent you away with joy and with songs, with timbrel and with lyre, and did not allow me to kiss my sons and my daughters? Now you have done foolishly. It is in my power to do you harm, but the God of your father spoke to me last night, saying, Be careful not to speak either good or bad to Jacob. Now you have indeed gone away because you long greatly for your father's house, but why did you steal my gods? Then Jacob replied to Laban, Because I was afraid, for I thought that you would take your daughters from me by force. The one with whom you find your gods shall not live. In the presence of our kinsmen, point out what is yours among my belongings, and take it for yourself. For Jacob did not know that Rachel had stolen them. So Laban went into Jacob's tent, and into Leah's tent, and into the tent of the two maids, but he did not find them. Then he went out of Leah's tent, and entered Rachel's tent. Now Rachel had taken the household idols, and put them in the camel's saddle, and she sat on them. And Laban felt through all the tent, but did not find them. She said to her father, 
Let not my Lord be angry that I cannot rise before you, for the manner of women is upon me. So he searched, but did not find the household idols. Then Jacob became angry and contended with Laban, and Jacob said to Laban, What is my transgression? What is my sin that you have hotly pursued me? Though you have felt through all my goods, have you not found, have you found? What have you found of all your household goods? See it here before my kinsmen and your kinsmen, that they may decide between us two. These twenty years I have been with you, your ewes and your female goats have not miscarried, nor have I eaten the rams of your flocks. That which was torn of beasts I did not bring to you, I bore the loss of it myself. You required it of my hand, whether stolen by day or stolen by night. Thus I was, by day the heat consumed me, and the frost by night, and my sleep fled from my eyes. These twenty years I have been in your house. I served you fourteen years for your two daughters, and six years for your flock. And you changed my wages ten times. If the God of my father, the God of Abraham, and the father of Isaac, had not been for me, surely now you would have sent me away empty-handed. God has seen my affliction and the toil of my hands. So he rendered judgment last night. Then Laban replied to Jacob, The daughters are my daughters, and the children are my children, and the flocks are my flocks, and all that you see is mine. But what can I do this day to these my daughters or to their children whom they have borne? So now come, let us make a covenant, you and I, and let it be a witness between you and me. Then Jacob took a stone and set it up as a pillar. Jacob said to his kinsmen, Gather stones. So they took stones and made a heap, and they ate there by the heap. Now Laban called it Jager Sahadutha, but Jacob called it Galid. Laban said, This heap is a witness between you and me this day. Therefore it was named Galid. And Mizpah, for he said, May the Lord watch between you and me when we are absent from one from one from the other. If I mistreat your daughters, if you mistreat my daughters, if you take wives besides my daughters, although no man is with us, see, God is witness between you and me. Laban said to Jacob, Behold this heap, and behold the pillar which I have set between you and me. This heap is a witness, and the pillar is a witness, that I will not pass by this heap to you for harm. And you will not pass by this heap and this pillar to me for harm. The God of Abraham and the God of Nahor, the God of their father, judge between us. So Jacob swore by the father, the fear of his father Isaac. Then Jacob offered a sacrifice on the mountain and called his kinsmen to the meal. And they ate the meal and spent the night on the mountain. Early in the morning Laban arose and kissed his sons and his daughters and blessed them. Then Laban, Laban departed and returned to his place. Now, as Jacob went on his way, the angel, angels of God met him. Jacob said when he saw them, This is God's camp. So he named that place Mahanaim. Then Jacob sent messengers before him to his brother Esau in the land of Seir, the country of Edom. He also commanded them, saying, Thus you shall say to my lord Esau, Thus says your servant Jacob, I have sojourned with Laban and stayed until now. I have oxen and donkeys and flocks and male and female servants, and I have sent to tell my Lord, that I may find favor in your sight. The messengers returned to Jacob, saying, We came to your brother Esau, and furthermore he is coming to meet you, and four hundred men are with him. Then Jacob was greatly afraid and distressed, and he divided the people who were with him, and the flocks and the herds and the camels with two, into two companies. For he said, If Esau comes to the one company and attacks it, then the company which is left will escape. Jacob said, O God of my father Abraham, and God of my father Isaac, O Lord, 
who said to me, Return to your country and to your relatives, and I will prosper you. I am unworthy of all the loving kindness and of all the faithfulness which you have shown to your servant. For with my staff only I crossed this Jordan, and now I have become two companies. Deliver me, I pray, from the hand of my brother, from the hand of Esau, for I fear him, that he will come and attack me and the mothers with the children. For you said, I will surely prosper you and make your descendants as the sand of the sea, which is too great to be numbered. So he spent the night there. Then he selected from what he had with him a present for his brother Esau, two hundred female goats and twenty male goats, two hundred ewes and twenty rams, thirty milking camels and their colts, forty cows and ten bulls, twenty female donkeys and ten male donkeys. He delivered them into the hand of his servants, every drove by itself, and said to his servants, Pass on before me and put a space between droves. He commanded the one in front, saying, When my brother Esau meets you and asks you, saying, To whom do you belong? And where are you going? And to whom do these animals in front of you belong? Then you shall say, These belong to your servant Jacob. It is a present sent to my lord Esau. And behold, he also is behind us. Then he commanded also the second and the third, and all those who followed the drove, saying, After this manner you shall speak to Esau when you find him. And you shall say, Behold, your servant Jacob also is behind us. For he said, I will appease him with the present that goes before me. Then afterward I will see his face. Perhaps he will accept me. So the present passed on before him, while he himself spent that night in the camp. Now he arose that same night and took his two wives and his two maids and his eleven children and crossed the ford of the Jabbok. He took them and sent them across the stream, and he sent across whatever he had. Then Jacob was left alone, and a man wrestled with him until daybreak. When he saw that he had not prevailed against him, he touched the socket of his thigh. So the socket of Jacob's thigh was dislocated while he wrestled with him. Then he said, Let me go, for the dawn is breaking. But he said, I will not let you go until you bless me. So he said to him, What is your name? And he said, Jacob. He said, Your name shall no longer be Jacob, but Israel. For you have striven with God and with men, and have prevailed. Then Jacob asked him, and said, Please tell me your name. But he said, Why is it that you ask my name? And he blessed him there. So Jacob named the place Peniel, for he said, I have seen God face to face, yet my life has been preserved. Now the sun rose upon him just as he crossed over Peniel, and he was limping on his thigh. Therefore, to this day, the sons of Israel do not eat the sinew of the hip which is on the socket of the thigh, because he touched the socket of Jacob's thigh in the sinew of the hip. Then Jacob left his eyes and lifted his eyes and looked, and behold, Esau was coming, and four hundred men with him. So he divided the children among Leah and Rachel and the two maids. He put the maids and their children in front, and Leah and her children next, and Rachel and Joseph last. But he himself passed on ahead of them, and bowed down to the ground seven times until he came near to his brother. Then Esau ran to meet him and embraced him, and fell on his neck and kissed him, and they wept. He lifted his eyes and saw the two saw the women and the children, and said, Who are these with you? So he said, The children whom God has graciously given your servant. Then the maids came near with their children, and they bowed down. Leah likewise came near with her children, and they bowed down. And after Joseph came near with Rachel, and they bowed down. And he said, What do you mean by all this company which I have met? And he said, To find favor in the sight of my Lord. But Esau said, I have plenty, my brother. Let what you have be your own. Jacob said, No, please, if now I have found favor in your sight, then take my present from my hand. For I see your face as as one sees the face of God, and you have received me favorably. 
Please take my gift which has been brought to you, because God has dealt graciously with me, and because I have plenty. Thus he urged him, and he took it. Then Esau said, Let us take our journey and go, and I will go before you. But he said to him, My Lord knows that the children are frail, and that the flocks and herds which are nursing are a care to me. And if they are driven hard one day, all the flocks will die. Please let my Lord pass on before his servant. And I will proceed at my leisure, according to the pace of the cattle that are before me, and according to the pace of the children, until I come to my Lord at Seir. Esau said, Please let me leave you with some of the people who are with me. But he said, What need is there? Let me find favor in the sight of my Lord. So Esau returned that day on his way to Seir. Jacob journeyed to Sukkoth, and built for himself a house, and made booths for his livestock. Therefore the place is named Sukkoth. Now Jacob came safely in the city of Shechem, which is in the land of Canaan, when he came from Padan Aram and camped before the city. He bought the piece of land where he had pitched his tent from the hand of the sons of Hamor, Shechem's father, for one hundred pieces of money. Then he erected there an altar and called it El Elohe Israel. Now Dinah, the daughter of Leah, whom she had borne to Jacob, went out to visit the daughters of the land. When Shechem, the son of Hamer, the Hivite, the prince of the land, saw her, he took her and lay with her by force. He was deeply attracted to Dinah, the daughter of Jacob, and he loved the girl and spoke tenderly to her. So Shechem spoke to his father, Hamer, saying, Get me this young girl for a wife. Now Jacob heard that he had defiled Dinah, his daughter, but his sons were with his livestock in the field. So Jacob kept silent until they came in. Then Hamer, the father of Shechem, went out to Jacob to speak with him. Now the sons of Jacob came in from the field when they heard it. And the men were grieved, and they were very angry because he had done a disgraceful thing in Israel by lying with Jacob's daughter, for such a thing ought not to be done. But Hamer spoke with them, saying, The soul of my son Shechem longs for your daughter. Please give her to him in marriage. Intermarry with us. Give your daughters to us, and take our daughters for yourselves. Thus You shall live with us, and the land will be open before you. Live and trade in it, and acquire property in it. Shechem also said to her father and to her brothers, If I find favor in your sight, then I will give whatever you say to me. Ask me ever so much bridal payment and and gift, and I will give according as you say to me. But give me the girl in marriage." But Jacob's sons answered Shechem and his father Hamer with deceit, because he had defiled Dinah, their sister. They said to them, We cannot do this thing to give our sister to one who is uncircumcised, for that would be a disgrace to us. Only on this condition will we consent to you, if you will become like us, in that every male of you be circumcised. Then we will give your daughters to you, and we will take your daughters for ourselves, and we will live with you and become one people. 
But if you will not listen to us to be circumcised, then we will take our daughter and go. Now their words seemed reasonable to Hamer and Shechem, Hamer's son. The young man did not lay did not delay to do the thing because he had he was delighted with Jacob's daughter. Now he was more respected in all the household of his father. So Hamer and his son Shechem came to the gate of the city and spoke to the men of their city, saying, These men are friendly with us. Therefore, let them live in the land and trade in it. For behold, the land is large enough for them. Let us take their daughters in marriage and give our daughters to them. Only on this condition will the man consent to us to live with us. So to become one people, that every male among us be circumcised as they are circumcised. Will not their livestock and their property and all their animals be ours? Only let us consent to them, and they will live with us. All who went out of the gate of his, of his city listened to Hamer and to his son Shechem, and every male was circumcised. All who went out of the gate of his city. Now it came about on the third day when they were in pain that two of Jacob's sons, Simeon and Levi, Dinah's brothers, each took his sword and came upon the city unawares and killed every male. They killed Hamer and his son Shechem with the edge of the sword and took Dinah from Shechem's house and went forth. Jacob's sons came upon the slain and looted the city because they had defiled their sister. They took their flocks and their herds and their donkeys and that which was in the city and that which was in the field. And they captured and looted all their wealth and all their little ones and their wives, even all that was in the houses. Then Jacob said to Simeon and Levi, You have brought trouble on me by making me odious among the inhabitants of the land among the Canaanites and the Perizzites and my men being few in number they will gather together against me and attack me and I will be destroyed and I and my household but they said should he treat our sister as a harlot then Jacob then God said to Jacob arise go up to Bethel and live there and make an altar there to God who appeared to you when you fled from your brother Esau. So Jacob said to his household and to all who were with him, Put away the foreign gods which are amongst you, and purify yourselves and change your garments. And let us arise and go up to Bethel, and I will make an altar there to God, who answered me in the day of my distress, and had, has been with me wherever I have gone. So they gave to Jacob all the foreign gods which they had and the rings which were in their ears. And Jacob hid them under the oak which was near Shechem. As they journeyed, there was a great terror upon the cities which were around them, and they did not pursue the sons of Jacob. So Jacob came to Luz, that is Bethel, which is in the land of Canaan, and he and all the people who were with him. He built an altar there and called the place Al-Bethel, 
because there God had revealed himself to him when he had fled from his brother. Now Deborah, Rebekah's nurse, died, and she was buried below Bethel under the oak. It was named Alon Bakuth. Then Jacob appeared to then God appeared to Jacob again when he came from Padam Aram. He blessed him. God said to him, Your name is Jacob. You shall no longer be called Jacob, but Israel shall be your name. Thus he called him Israel. God also said to him, I am God Almighty. Be fruitful and multiply. A nation and a company of nations shall come from you, and kings shall come forth from you. The land which I gave to Abraham and Isaac, I will give to you. I will, and I will give the land to your descendants after you. Then God went up from him in the place where he had spoken with him. Jacob set up a pillar in the place where he had spoken with him, a pillar of stone. He poured out a drink offering on it. He also poured oil on it. So Jacob named the place where God has spoken with him Bethel. Then they journeyed from Bethel and went, and when there was still some distance to go to Ephra, Rachel began to give birth, and she suffered severe labor. When she was in severe labor, the midwife said to her, Do not fear, for now you have another son. It came about as her soul was departing, for she died, that she named him Ben-Oni, but his father called him Benjamin. So Rachel died and was buried on the way to Ephra, that is Bethlehem. Jacob set up a pillar over her grave. That is the pillar of Rachel's grave to this day. Then Israel journeyed on and pitched his tent beyond the tower of Adar. It came about while Israel was dwelling in that land that Reuben went and lay with Bila, his father's concubine, and Israel heard of it. Now there were twelve sons of Jacob, the sons of Leah, Reuben, Jacob's firstborn, then Simeon, Levi, Judah, Isaacar, and Zebulon, the sons of Rachel, Joseph, and Benjamin, and the sons of Bila, Rachel's maid, Dan, and Naphtali, and the sons of Zilpah, Leah's maid, Gad, and Asher. There, these are the sons of Jacob who were born to him in Pad Aram. Jacob came to his father Isaac at Mamre of Kiriath Araba, that is Hebron, where Abraham and Isaac had sojourned. Now the days of Isaac were 180 years. Isaac breathed his last and died, and was gathered to his people, an old man of ripe age, and his sons Esau and Jacob buried him. Genesis 36. Now these are the records of the generations of Esau, that is, Edom. Esau took his wives from the daughters of Canaan, Ada, the daughter of Elon the Hittite, and Aholibamah, the daughter of Anah, and the granddaughter of Zibion the Hivite. Also Basimat, Azrael's daughter, the sister of Nebaioth. Ada bore Eliphaz to Esau, and Basimat bore Reuel. 
and Aholabama bore Jeush and Jalam and Korah. These are the sons of Esau who were born to him in the land of Canaan. Then Esau took his wives and his sons and his daughters and all his household and his livestock and all his cattle and all his goods which he had acquired in the land of Canaan and went to another land away from his brother Jacob. For their property had become too great for them to live together, and the land where they sojourned could not sustain them because of their livestock. So Esau lived in the hill country of Seir. Esau is Edom. Then, these then are the records of the generations of Esau, the father of, e, of the Edomites, in the hill country of Seir. These are the names of Esau's sons, Eliphaz, the son of Esau's wife, Ada, Reuel, the son of Esau's wife, Besamat. The sons of Eliphaz were Taman, Omar, Zepho, and Gatam, and Kenaz. Timnah was a concubine of Esau's son, Eliphaz, and she bore Amalek to Eliphaz. These are the sons of Esau's wife, Ada. These are the sons of Reuel, Nahath, and Zerah, Shammah, and Mizah. These were the sons of Esau's wife, Basamat. These were the sons of Esau's wife, Oholibamah, the daughter of Anna and the granddaughter of Zebion. She bore to Esau, Jeush, and Jalam, and Korah. These are the chiefs of the sons of Esau. The son of Elipaz, the firstborn of Esau, are Chief Taman, Chief Omar, Chief Zepho, Chief Kanaz, Chief Korah, Chief Gatam, Chief Amalek. These are the chiefs descended from Elipaz in the land of Edom. These are the sons of Edah. These are the sons of Reuel, Esau's son, Chief Nahath, Chief Zerah, Chief Shammah, Chief Mizah. These are the chief descend, chiefs descended from Reuel in the land of Edom. They, these are the sons of Esau's wife, Basamat. These are the sons of Esau's wife, Aholabama, Chief Jeush, excuse me, Chief Jeush, Chief Jalam, Chief Korah. These are the chiefs descended from Esau's wife, Aholabama, the daughter of Anna. These are the sons of Esau, that is, Edom, and these are their chiefs. These are the sons of Seir, the Horite, the inhabitants of the land, Lotan and Shobal and Zebion and Anna, and Dishan and Ezer and Dishan. These are the chiefs descended from the Horites, the sons of Seir, the land of Edom. The sons of Lotan were Hori and Hamam, and Lotan's sister was Timnah. These are the sons of Shobal, Alvan and Manahat and Ebal, Zepho and Onam. These are the sons of Zibion, Aiah and Anna. He is the Anna who found the hot springs in the wilderness when he was pasturing the donkeys of his father Zibion. These are the children's of, children of Anna, Dishan, and Ohalibama, the daughter of Anna. These are the sons of Dishan, Himdan, and Eshban, and Ethron, and Cherhan. These are the sons of Azar, Bilhan, and Zavan, and Achan. These are the sons of Dishan, Uz, and Aran. These are the chiefs descended from the Horites, Chief Lotan, Chief Shobal, Chief Zibion, Chief Anna, Chief Dishan, Chief Ezer, Chief Dishan. These are the chiefs descended from the Horites, according to their various chiefs in the land of Seir. Now these are the kings who reigned in the land of Edom before any king reigned over the sons of Israel. Bela, the son of Beor, reigned in Edom, and the name of his city was Denhaba. Then Bela died, and Jobab, the son of Zerah of Bozrah, became king in his place. Then Jobab died, and Husham of the land of the Temanites became king in his place. Then Husham died, and Hadad, the son of Bedad, who defeated Midian in the field of Moab, 
became king in his place, and the name of his city was Avith. Then Hadad died, and Samla of Masarkah became king in his place. Then Samla died, and Shaul of Rehoboth on the Euphrates River became king in his place. Then Shaul died, and Baal Hanan, the son of Akbor, became king in his place. Then Baal Hanan, the son of Akbor, died, and Hadar became king in his place. And the name of his city was Paiu, and his wife's name was Mahetabel, the daughter of Matred, daughter of Mazahab. Now these are the names of the chiefs descended from Esau according to their families and their localities by their names. Chief Timnah, Chief Alva, Chief Jetheth, Chief Aholibama, Chief Allah, Chief Pinon, Chief Kinaz, Chief Timon, Chief Mibzar, Chief Magdiel, Chief Aram. These are the chiefs of Edom, Edom, that is Esau, the father of the Edomites, according to their inhabitants, according to their inhabitations in the land of their possession. It's a very informative chapter. Genesis 37. Jacob lived in the land where his father sojourned in the land of Canaan. These are the records of the generations of Jacob. Joseph, when 17 years of age, was pasturing the flock with his brothers while he was still a youth, along with the sons of Bilhah and the sons of Zilpah, his father's wives. And Joseph brought back a bad report about them to their father. And Israel loved Joseph more than all of his sons, because he was the son of his old age, and, and he made him a very colored tunic. His brothers saw that their father loved him more than all his brothers, and so they hated him and could not speak to him in friendly terms. And then Joseph had a dream, and when he told it to his brothers, they hated him even more. And he said to them, Please listen to this dream which I have had. For behold, we were binding sheaves in the field, and lo, my sheaf rose up and also stood erect. And behold, your sheaves gathered around and bowed down to my sheaf. Then his brothers said to him, Are you actually going to reign over us? Or are you really going to rule over us? So they hated him even more for this dream and for his words. Now he had still another dream and related it to his brothers and said, Lo, I have had still another dream, and behold, the sun and the moon and eleven stars were bowing down to me. He related it to his father and to his brothers, and his father rebuked him and said to him, What is this dream that you have had? Shall I and your mother and your brothers actually come to bow ourselves down before you to the ground? His brothers were jealous of him, but his father kept the saying in mind. Then his brothers went to the pasture, went to pasture their father's flock in Shechem. Israel said to Joseph, "Are not your brothers pasturing the flock in Shechem? Come, and I will send them, uh, send you to them." And he said to him, "I will go." And he said to him, "Go now and see about the welfare of your brothers and the welfare of the flock, and bring word back to me." So he sent him from the valley of, the, of Hebron, and he came to Shechem. A man, a man found him, and behold, he was wandering in the field. And the man asked him, What are you looking for? He said, I am looking for my brothers. Please tell me where they are pasturing the flock. And the man said, They have moved from here, for I heard them say, Let us go to Dothan. Or Dothan. So Joseph went after his brothers and found them at Dothan. When they saw him from a distance, and before he came close to them, they plotted, him, they plotted against him to put him to death. They said to one another, Here comes this dreamer. Now then, come and let us 
kill him and throw him into one of his one of the pits. And we will say a wild beast devoured him. Then let us see what will become of his dreams. But Reuben heard this and rescued him out of their hands and said, "Let us not take his life." Reuben further said to him, said to them, "Shed no blood, throw him into this pit that is in the wilderness, but do not lay hands on him that he might rescue him out of their hands to restore him to his father." So it came about that when Joseph reached his brothers, that they stripped Joseph of his tunic, the very colored tunic that was on him, and they took him and threw him into the pit, and the pit was empty without any water in it. Then they uh, sat down to eat a meal, and as they raised their eyes and looked, behold, a caravan of Ishmaelites was coming from Gilead with their camels bearing aromatic gum and balm and myrrh on their way to them down to Egypt. Uh, on their way to bring them down to Egypt. Judah said to his brothers, What profit is it for us to kill our brother and cover up his blood? Come and let us sell him to the Ishmaelites and not lay our hands on him, for he is our brother, our own flesh. And his brothers listened to him. Then some Midianite traders passed by, so they pulled him up, pulled up Joseph, uh, pulled up and lifted Joseph out of the pit and sold him to the Ishmaelites for twenty shekels of silver. Thus they brought Joseph into Egypt. Now Reuben returned to the pit, and behold, Joseph was not in the pit, so he tore his garments. He returned to his brothers and said, The boy is not there. As for me, where am I to go? So they took Joseph's tunic and slaughtered a male goat and dipped the tunic in the blood. And they sent the very colored tunic and brought it to their father and said, We have found this. Please examine it to see whether it is your son's tunic or not. And he examined it and said, It is my son's tunic. A wild beast has devoured him. Joseph has surely been torn to pieces. So Jacob tore his clothes and put sackcloth on his loins and mourned for his son many days. Then all his sons and all his daughters arose to comfort him, but he refused to be comforted. And he said, Surely I will go down to to Sheol in mourning for my son. So his father wept for him. Meanwhile, the Midianites sold him in Egypt to Potiphar, Pharaoh's officer, the captain of the bodyguard. This is chapter 38. And it came about at that time that Judah departed from his brothers and visited a certain Adulamite whose name was Hira. Judah saw there a daughter of a certain Canaanite whose name was Shua, and he took her and went into her. So she conceived and born a son, and he named him Er. Then she conceived again and bore a son and named him Onan. She bore still another son and named him Shelah. And it was at Shezeb that she bore him. Now Judah took a wife for Er, his firstborn, and her name was Tamar. But Er, Judah's firstborn, was evil in the sight of the Lord, so the Lord took his life. Then Judah said to Onan, Go into your brother's wife and perform your duty as a brother-in-law to her, and raise up offspring for your brother. Onan knew that the first offspring would not be his, so when he went into his brother's wife, he wasted his seed on the ground in order not to give offspring to his brother. But what he did was displeasing in the sight of the Lord, so he took his life also. Then Judah said to his daughter-in-law Tamar, 
Remain a widow in your brother's and your father's house until my son Sheila grows up. For he thought, I am afraid that he too may die like his brothers. So Tamar went and lived in her father's house. Now, after a considerable time, Shua's daughter, the wife of Judah, died. And when the time of mourning was ended, Judah went up to his sheep shears at Timnah, he and his friend Hira the Adulamite. It was told to Tamar, Behold, your father-in-law is going up to Timnah to shear his sheep. That was hard to say. So she removed her widow's garments and covered herself with a veil and wrapped herself and sat in the gateway of Inam, which is on the road to Timnah, for she saw that Sheila had grown up and she had not been given to him as a wife. When Judah saw her, he thought she was a harlot, for she had covered her face. So he turned aside to her by the road and said, Here now, let me come into you. For he did not know that she was his daughter-in-law. And she said, What will you give me, that you may come into me? He said, Therefore, I will send you a young goat from the flock, she said. Moreover, will you give a pledge until you send it? He said, What pledge shall I give you? And she said, Your seal and your cord and your staff that is in your hand. So he gave them to her and went into her, and she conceived by him. Then she arose and departed and removed her veil and put on her widow's garments. When Judah sent the young goat by his friend, the Adulamite, to receive the pledge from the woman's hand, he did not find her. He asked the men of her place, saying, Where is the temple prostitute who was by the road at Enem? And I But they said, There has been no temple prostitute here. So he returned to Judah and said, I did not find her. And furthermore, the men of the place said, There has been no temple prostitute here. Then Judah said, Let her keep them, otherwise we will become a laughingstock. After all, I sent this young goat, but you did not find her. Now, it was about three months later that Judah was informed, Your daughter-in-law, Tamar, has played the harlot, and behold, she is also a child by harlotry. Then Judah said, Bring her out and let her be burned. It was while she was being brought out that she sent to her father-in-law, saying, I am with child by the man whom these things belong and she said, Please examine and see whose signet ring and cords and staff are these. Judah recognized them and said, She is more righteous than I, inasmuch as I did not give her to my son Shelah. And he did not have relations with her again. It came about at the time that she was giving birth that, behold, there were twins in her womb. Moreover, it took place while she was giving birth. One put out a hand that a midwife took and tied a scarlet thread on his hand, saying, This one came out first. But it came about as he drew back his hand that, behold, his brother came out. Then she said, What a breach you have made for yourself. So he was named Perez. Afterwards, his brother came out, who had the scarlet thread on his hand, and he was named Zerah. That's going to be the place where we stop for this part of our reading. But again, let us uh, 
encourage one another by these stories as God has continued to show His mercy even to us today. And it's through these stories that we share with our children and they read these chapters as they get older um, that they will see the promises of God even so far back then. So let's go to the Lord in prayer now.